really get into the nitty-gritty behind monsters from different lore. However, there is a general focus on D&D. We are players and DMs, so we draw from our experience with different tabletop RPGs. And we tend to go off on tangents every so often. If you're looking for facts and historical value, this may not be the podcast for you. But if you love discussing monsters and all of their potential just for fun, then we got you covered. Adult content warning, and with all that out of the way, my name is Dylan, and I'm joined once again by my two brave monster hunters. I'm Alex. And I'm Melina. And this is Mornings with Monsters. Uh, this is a cool animal. Um, I like I like the way that it came out of like regular human mythology as like pre-built guardian of all things not not good. You yeah. know, like in Greece, in Mesopotamia, in fucking Middle Asia, like they all come out just like stacked to the nines and like basically the defenders of, of chivalry you know yeah uh from everywhere they were yeah from everywhere no matter where it comes from you know and it, people freaking love the the griff like even the christians they the were, christians love the griffin yeah. that was something surprising as fuck i that was I learned, really actually. surprised by that because like they any kind of like creature or construct or beast that you know was considered mythological was usually demonized by the christian faith because they didn't come up with it you know yep which is what it is i'm not saying yeah i mean it's a religion so obviously you gotta do the thing you know yeah but but just in general usually they don't take uh things from other religions like pagan religions to them and and make it such a good thing you know what i mean that's true. Uh, they take like, other in things like and cases turn it of into... like animals. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. <clears throat> that I will agree like, with. Like pagan practices, Christians love to turn into their own. But but usually when it comes it's to like, like it's uh, this yeah. is evil and like this yeah because I mean the, even the, the dinosaurs are yeah. like Leviathan and Behemoth in the Bible and they're not like cool. Yeah, I just thought it was weird that it was like like when I when they when I was reading into it and they started talking about like and the Christians and I was like oh man they're going to be the only ones that say this thing's evil cuz that's what they do they, and then they're like they liken it they to Jesus. It. <laughs> yeah. That's they, crazy. Yeah, they they see the like um the melding of earth and sky and they see the the similarities between their deity as like a human born but also like their god in human flesh and so like it makes a lot of sense that they would harness this creature for boosting that like sense of goodliness in their religion you yeah know? because like <clears throat> any other past tale you've heard of the griffin is like grand steeds for like a a, a very like select army or like an air navy or something like that you know like the, the heraldry that it comes from is is steeped in goodliness as yeah. opposed to any other any other animal really which would have like either like a gray area or an evil sense you know what i mean for sure i think there's also something to be said about the appearance and the fact that it can fly True. uh when it comes to like the the non-combativeness of the christian religion against griffins just because one it for anybody who doesn't know a griffin is the body of a lion and the wings four legs and head of an eagle and so it's like you don't look at it and immediately be like what the fuck is that like you're like that's an yeah. eagle oh my god no it's not what's happening like but also you know there's always the like the higher you can fly the closer to god yeah uh, that's true and like those two animals are pretty uh represented in the bible alone like separately the lion exactly. and the eagle held so in high regard the taking the, the like the... yeah exactly like that combination for them just feels like so much more natural so seeing it as a monstrosity like which it's still technically typed because it's you know a combination there it's it's unnatural like but for the christian religion it's better than like uh Things that are the combination of like six animals or just leviathans, which are completely different creatures. Like, yeah, we even... could we could look at like how when it's other combinations of creatures, that's usually a demon. 
You know exactly. what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> like in mythology that isn't Christian, uh, even D&D lore, you know, you look at like Glabrazoos or Baylors, and they all have like combination pieces of different animals, like the face of a dog and the bat wings and claws of like this animal. And they're all in combination in this terrifying way. But you look up at the sky and you see a griffin. As a Christian, you're like, holy shit. Yeah. Literally, you know, like, holy, <laughs> I don't know what to call you, you know. Uh, and that's that's really interesting to see that they, it is a combination creature that isn't demonized. Yeah. And I get that, like, the two creatures combined to make one even more noble beast is, like, an interesting idea. And in that, like, people think, oh, it's, like, a kingly beast. But, like, it's also fucking terrifying. Like... Ye- uh-huh. I would be scared yeah. as fuck to see a giant eagle or a lion, let alone one that's combined <laughs> yeah. and yeah. is going to fuck you up. I mean, they may, like, if you're on its bad side, it's not looking very angelic. I'm going to say, all I know is lions, when kept at the zoo, the way they know to make those fucking boundaries where they are is because at some point there was an accident and that lion... <laughs> was able to leave the proximity. So it's like, I don't know how it is for most zoos, but at least for the Detroit Zoo, there's not like an actual like gate up to the heavens. Yeah. It's no, it's just a giant ditch. And like if we're being real, they have plenty of ground to get out of that ditch yep. if they fucking wanted to. I think about it every time I visit that zoo. Exactly. I do, do I'm just like well, they there was there was like by there was like some African cats that got out, no lions, but there was like a real ass predator on the loose and like royal oak. <laughs> and like, royal oak. Oh, yeah. God. And could you just imagine like a set of wings on that motherfucker? <laughs> a, a beak Hell on the face, no. like right, no. like all those people who like love to have their rat pets like climb on their bodies in, in downtown royal oak like they would be running for their lives yeah. and their rat lives you know like their little rat lives yeah yeah like so sad so sad <laughs> i feel like there, that's probably there's probably been lions loose in detroit before i mean well i think one i of think the, the bear order. One of yeah the, you remember that i remember the bears the bear the bears. was like yeah. the bear that's there or there was, was there zebra. was um like found in a house in detroit yeah like it says it on the plaque and everything i'm like god damn i like get a little on it. it's i want to say though like if if there was a griffin somewhere in america i'm pretty sure michigan would have it somewhere yeah i mean it, they 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 just like their weird animals you yeah. know probably like the upper like i've never known anybody farm What's that? Like an Upper Peninsula Griffin Farm or something? That's exactly what I was thinking because there's a zoo up there that has... like cold adjusted. Uh, And for all of our fans out there, we are from Michigan, by the way. Yeah. Uh, So some of this is a little bit... You might not know where Royal Oak is, but the Detroit Zoo has some crazy stuff going on. That's some okay stuff. They're not the worst zoo ever, but they're not... No, they're... They're getting better too because they changed ownership. For because they are part. Yeah, well, they're just they're part of the actual like preservation chain that is within zoos. And if an animal has any ability to be rehabilitated into the wild, they will do that. Most of the animals at the Detroit Zoo, which is actually why I found out about like how many, just how many animals, like come through the borders from canada into detroit it's fucking wild like every seal except for one in the detroit zoo is blind like they can't be released like there's i'm pretty sure one of the polar bears was found in detroit and one of the zebras and like i'm sure plenty of their exotic birds were found in it's just like it's absolutely fucking wild, but I'm if you have a chance to go to the Detroit Zoo, ask questions because those animals yeah. have crazy stories and those volunteers they know will a lot. gladly talk. They love that place. Like and it's it is it's it's an old zoo and of course zoos are flawed and complicated things, but the ones that zoo. are working and operating like the Detroit Zoo, I have a little bit higher 
like I hold on a little bit higher standards. Yeah. So I will. And I, I'm not gonna. I wouldn't be surprised if you walk in there and find a griffin. <laughs> I would because it, to have a griffin enclosure isn't really a thing. And right, if wild. You, if you try and keep a griffin in any kind of enclosed space that's not free to the open air, it will become extremely aggressive, refuse to eat. So you're not. I wouldn't want to be the handler. You know. True. That's like, because uh, I was reading on our research where even the tame ones, quote unquote, yeah. for all of you who can't see us, are kept in places that have open ceilings so that they could get out. Yeah. Like it, they would build their own enclosures, but the ceiling would be just left out because there's no way yeah. that thing would stay. I'm sure they're fiercely loyal because we'll talk okay. about training them as mounts, I'm sure. But they do, uh, they would say that it takes uh, six to eight weeks or eight to 12 weeks, something like that. And that to train a griffin, um, you have to get it before its first flight. Or before and its first feathers, right? I heard flight, not feathers. Okay. Um, you have to coax a griffin into its first flight. And oh, that's yes. why the bond needs to happen before that. And then um, if you have spells like talk with animals or something like that, um, you can probably shorten the training period to like yeah. somewhere just under two months man it seems like i saw a picture of a dwarf riding a griffin and i absolutely was like evan needs one of these and then immediately yeah said never mind because there's no way evan's going to be able to like make the animal handling roles that yeah you would need to I mean, train a griffin you uh you have to know what you're doing like it's one of the kind of like it is a mount technically and it would be a badass one It'd be one of the but best. it's like a it's like a bond that you have to create and you have to already know a lot about what you're doing when it comes to griffins um yeah. so you have to be an expert or be very expensive yeah you know extremely expensive and you'd have to pay yeah. people to help you train it because you got to be the one to train it and then when all said and done i heard it's a pretty bumpy ride yeah you have to have dexterity or you literally get broken bones yeah because it's okay. not it's not a uh mm -hmm straight flight i mean like it's, riding on the back of like, a lion isn't as easy as riding on the back of a horse yeah this is what i imagine their flight being like that's that's bouncy. kind of what i read super bouncy that's yeah. what it that's what it read like yeah very bouncy and, and like and i would imagine that it's a lot of like really hard strenuous flapping of their wings and like running of their arms until they catch a current and then they ride the current until they drop back down and then it's lots of really laborious like moving lots of parts being moved at once and it would be hard to stay on the back of that it, yeah. it would be a a good battle mount you know like if you're going into a war uh, a yeah. squadron of mounted uh knights on griffins that would be formidable and especially if they're like battle mages yeah. too because you have like the range skill on the the, the rider distance, yeah yeah and, and like the close-up you're dealing with the griffin that makes a yeah. lot of sense um yep yeah you also you can't have a very comfortable saddle because if it's any kind of leather the griffin will eat it not any kind oh no not any kind specifically horse leather horse leather um horses are griffin's natural enemies um it is said oh. because in ancient greek society and this is a callback to one of our pre previous uh episodes there was a race of one-eyed men who would oftentimes raid griffin's nests um hmm. on horseback and so over generations of breeding the griffins just like automatically like see a horse and they're like fuck these guys and they take them out and it goes so far as to perverse their relationship with their own cousins of griffin kind hippogriffs which yeah. are uh closely related to griffins but have bodies of horses and wings talons and and beaks of like animal uh eagles yeah i also okay. read in some cultures that the the hippogriff is actually the by byproduct of a a griffin and a horse or um yeah and a, and a bear which is weird oh yeah that's I an interesting that concept I was like, okay hmm, you mate with a bear and you get a horse-like horse-like thing i guess hmm. i don't i don't know so but yeah uh i heard that crocodile leather is the preferred leather yeah. for I heard that. It doesn't sound uh, so uncomfortable. I mean, I don't know. You could probably, like, sand it down where yeah. you're going to sit, but, like, leave the rest real spiny. 
Yeah, it would look cool. Giant crocodiles might might give you enough leather for one too. Yeah, I mean, I would if I was in a fantasy world, I'd go for some kind of rare basilisk with like red scales or something. Yeah, yeah, I think that'd be <laughs> nice. Or like sick. maybe um, maybe like a sandworm. Yeah, you or know? a dragon. Like if you could if you can kill a dragon. I mean, yeah, if you could kill a dragon, yeah. <laughs> or if fish or or if, a wor- you know a worm. Yeah. A worm. Uh, it's a you know smaller, smaller brood, but either Wyvern way, super skin cool. would be cool. Yeah. Also, in like earlier editions, so like, as always, from edition to edition of D and D, the Griffin has changed quite a bit um, from edition one. Um, but like, technically, a lot of like what was said about the Griffin was never officially like redacted. It's just the depictions have changed, like the actual pictures they have of them, like. Um, yeah. It, originally they had uh they had ears like that didn't go you know ones. not like bird ears yeah and yeah. i think the pictures i saw of them with the um the tufted ears look really cool um, I, i've seen some iterations and i can't remember specifically but like there were some where it was very sleek like bird head but then it was just like these like almost fuzzy bird ears on top and i i I was kind of into that i liked it for some reason i liked Mm -hmm. it more um they also and that sounds fucking adorable (laughs) it is it is pretty cute it is but it's accompanied if we're going by original like first edition with glowing eyes so like blue gold or i think it, it was like um the description was like you know frosted blue glow or something but I think it was like blue, green, uh, white. Yeah, I, I don't know if it, there was like a red variant. Um, and then also the males were a little bit more peacock-like, like with their uh, colors. Not that they had the vibrant colors of a peacock, but they did have like usually red or other colors in their underbelly feathers and stuff like that. So That's I was cool. like, hmm, these are a lot. I I just picture them as like what I see in the current monster manual. You know, very like straightforward eagle eagle talons up front lion in the back you know yeah do you guys prefer yours with lion tails or like eagle tails uh i think i like the lion me too i think i like the lion i think it it tracks more but i think i like the ears i thought that they would take um take away from Make, the shape like, scary or like less intimidating i don't I think that's pro- that might have been re- why they took them off you know but they I mean? don't i don't think it does like as long Not as really done right like yeah which, in they're a lot still of gonna fucking eat are. you <laughs> it kind of reminds yeah. me of like the viciousness of some of the the larger owls that have those like I don't know yep. if they're actual ears on the owls. But, but like the crown tufts? Yeah. yeah. Those are, mm-hmm. I mean, I I kind of associate those with like a bird of prey. Yeah, for sure. Here's the thing. <clears throat> there is a cat. The most dangerous cat on the fucking planet is literally like this big. Like it's, yeah. it's like That's the, the size kills. smaller than a house cat. And they're, they can be, they're even more dangerous than lions. So like, I can't even, like it's. I can't even fathom, like, the combination and the danger factor. It's going to be intimidating no matter what. No matter what. Yeah. You with talons. Yep. Doesn't matter. Even if it's got your friend on its back. Yeah. Like, it's still fucking terrifying. Yeah. And I feel like they almost do it a disservice because, like, a very common trait I've seen in the research is that their hearing is the best sense that they have. Like, they can't really like, taste much and like they don't have a great sense of smell and obviously they can see really well but like why take away the ears you know like yeah i feel like us- i don't know um i like the aspect of the ears because it's like a lion too just yeah because- agreed yeah it adds a little bit more That's half of their senses and like how you know that they're like doing something is from their ears if you guys don't know that I don't know, like, like oh, you can tell, like, move slightly, and yeah, like if you like know your animal, and yeah, you could tell from like a twitch of your griffin's ear that yep. you're in danger. 
Like, like I know, like on a walk when my dogs are like ready for a command because their ears are like pointed back towards me. Yeah. Ready for ready for me to like say something. And like if they're, you know, pointed up and forward, then I need to like be aware of whatever's triggering that because, you know, we could have like a situation. But yeah, you know, you don't know that until you have intimacy, but I would love to see that like happen in Griffin. Yeah, absolutely. That would be awesome. I'm a fan of the ears. Yeah. I don't think it takes anything away. No. Business in the Are, front, business in the back. <laughs> yeah, let's say let's say that in any campaign we run Griffin's together <laughs> Griffin's Ambiers. Yeah. Um Oh I, my god, you guys, by the way, I don't know, this for our listeners, this podcast might have screwed us as players. <laughs> <laughs> All these episodes that we've recorded for you guys about different things, <laughs> and like now Dylan is finally throwing things at us, like liches and mind flares that he wants to. Oh, I don't even know my brain. The lich was coming working. before the podcast was ever a thing. It was. Yeah, it's you're saying the mind flares were inspired by the podcast. No, the mind flare. See, every I know everything might have always been coming before the podcast. No, but there's been. I've been heavily influenced by by the podcast. I mean, you guys just uh, escaped a a tidal wave of black pudding. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's absolutely from the podcast. Yeah, 100%. Listeners, we just want to thank you for adding so much more danger to our lives (laughs) in-game. It's been great. I think... Well, you know what? I don't think I've thrown any of the scenarios that we've uh, suggested no, at insane. You. Yeah, uh, but <laughs> no, I am I like, don't... oh, they can do this. I might, you know, use them this way. Like, <laughs> I, I just thought a tidal wave of, of black pudding seemed like a fun little, you know, terrifying. Adventure. Especially because it was a like a skill check and not a battle. Like we could have tried to battle it, but we would have died. Well, you were like, I was like, okay, roll damage, I guess. I got you don't have to because you really you're never to. gonna be able to, to like, kill this thing. It, yeah, I'm sure like, it will I mean, take down like, your HP faster than you'll take down its. Yeah, like fighting an ocean of jelly. <laughs> I don't think Aster has ever lost more than like a quarter of her hit points. Ooh, that's good to know. If anything, hey, why do you out. say things, Melina? Why don't do you come say at things? Me. <laughs> don't come at Listen, me. Listen, I'm going to I'm going to at least down every character in this campaign at some point. No, okay, but it's not because like I I just like don't. It's, it's you you fight smart, yeah. Yeah, I fight. Not a front I fight line. smarter because I'm because Melina is terrified of losing Aster. Well, you can't She's a circle of spores druid and very. Um, as far as like her me- mechanical fight style is is long range, so yeah, like I mean, it's long, yeah, long range. So and... unless they're targeting the mages first, which means they would have to get past our uh, magic monk and uh, fighter yeah. who's in your face right away. Um, yeah. Not only that, could... but we'll we'll absolutely make you re-roll on crit twenty. So yeah, 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 <laughs> true. And I've you've avoided probably hundreds of damage rolls. Probably, I would say, yeah. Well, yeah. Especially like Zeke. I feel like I've saved his ass so many times from yeah, yeah. Zeke from critical hits. Zeke goes, goes <laughs> yeah. down because he's yeah. like he's a he's very mid range. He's a yeah. shifter ranger. So he's like yeah. I turn into a werewolf and then I shoot my bow and arrow because <laughs> yeah. I'm much better at shooting my bow and arrow while I'm shifted. So, but it's I'm like, crazy to me. <laughs> instead of running in and swiping at him. You're, you're just like moving further, and I mean it, it makes sense. It, it makes sense. I mean, he uses it really well. Like he gets a lot of damage off. Yeah, and he took the piercer feat, which increases mm. stuff. So it, he's he's built him really smart. It's just he's a bit of a a glass cannon because I'm not gonna lie. I think he would actually be the perfect candidate in our party for a Griffin mount. Oh yeah. Like of all of all the people that we it. have, like he, he could do it skill check wise, but it would also benefit him the greatest, I think. I mean he already has a companion and a half though. Yeah, yeah he's got but too many. I mean just like have some weird is- magical ritual make sunshine a fucking griffin. I've 
we've got, just got rid of three extra NPCs that were following your party for like seven sessions. And then you guys added a character who has three familiars. Wait. I know. <laughs> I can't believe you did that to yourself. Well, <laughs> it was what you wanted, so I made it happen. I know, happen, so fun though. Two of them can't talk. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Well, that's good. Um, hey, and she's using them, so that's yeah, all that. She is, and she utilized them really well last time. That was really cool. Oh yeah, she was like, I don't know if I made the right decisions, and I was like, No, you played real D and D. I that was hey. honestly one of the most like utilized skills I've ever seen in the game so far. Yeah, she summoned vehicle, which I shouldn't have let her do because it's a ten minute spell. But oh, but I let her do it because rule of cool, and I wanted her. Yeah, to, that's fucking dope. Because it was just a really good idea, and uh, and it wasn't like it added so much benefit that we immediately won either. Because well, no, it, she like, just conjured a boat, basically. Yeah, like, she she avoided. There was a they were in a tunnel with a wave of black pudding coming at them, and my uh, mother, who is now playing D and D with us, um, as a multi-class warlock slash swarm keeper ranger complicated for her very first um <laughs> her very first character uh <laughs> summoned a, a boat made of shadow and helped most of the party but then you know the boat kind of ended up not doing as much as they wanted to so i let her do I it mean, because it's... i knew it wasn't going to be a uh, like, oh, you just completely override my entire skill challenge. It's the whole reason why Evan never even tried to get on the boat because, as a player, Alex knew don't. It doesn't matter what what is touching the ooze. The ooze will try to eat it. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It, it can be nothing. It could be garbage. It could be like your also, mother's left hand. Also, if all of you hand. were if all of you were jumping on the boat, I would do something to make it more. I figured, <laughs> and I'm heavy. I'm a dense little guy. That's true. Yep, I am wearing chain mail, and I made a dwarf bone, so... Our monk can long jump fucking 30 feet, so... It's uh, annoying. It's almost annoying to me, like, as a dwarf. Like, I I look at... I look at Weiss, and I'm like... Hmm. Just she looks at you, alone. and then she's like, 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 like I can jump this. You're like, I can't yeah, yeah. half of this. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, I'm, I'm dead in the water. And, <laughs> you have 10 feet clearance. <laughs> right. And, oh yeah, and she shifted too because she. Uh, yeah, because I I kept reminding her the day, like that day like she has that. Yeah, and, and I I, like, I, I got to redo her stats because I didn't realize there's actually like mechanics in the monster manual for uh, wear tiger lip lycanthropy. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. So. Oh. I'll talk to her a little bit more about that. Well, that's but, cool. But um, Griffins. <laughs> yeah, I think we we got a little straight away. Just a okay. little bit. Uh, it's all good, though. Um, and you haven't hey. seen any griffins yet. You got some unicorns and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I'm kind of afraid, actually, if the griffins are, if we do ever run into griffins, because I don't want the unicorns to be there. <laughs> the unicorns will fucking bail immediately. So um, I don't know. I mean, they're not that. horses. So the griffins might think they're horses. That's what I'm okay. saying. Like, it does does it really matter if they actually oh, that, are? That actually reminds me of another uh, point I was gonna make. That something that changed from the first to the fifth edition is the intelligence score of the Griffin. Yeah. So, like, the intelligence score of, of current current day Griffin is two. I learned a little bit about how the intelligence scores work while doing this research as far as like what the difference between one two three four is because there's mm -hmm. significant differences like yeah like oh intelligence of one obviously the lowest you can be is like something that's completely untrainable but then from one to two is a massive jump yeah. um of like you can train this thing that's the intelligence of like most beasts in D, &D right yeah yeah most beasts but like um like dogs can be threes and fours, which That's is why I'm like, if a dog Pigs can be probably three are and the a same. four, a griffin, it's weird that a griffin isn't at least a three because you could train it. It's loyal like a dog. It could do most of the things a dog can do other than like be extremely obedient. I mean, it's just weird to me. I feel like, I personally feel like a griffin is pretty fucking smart. But I, yeah, I feel like the obedience factor almost is a, it's 
it's an argument for them being smarter because they have like a sense of self maybe like where they're just like no i am not going to be trapped in a in a room give me like my space like i need to be free like yes i'll be loyal to you like and i'll like i have the aspects of like i'll i can wander far and wide but i know where like i will come back to you and like you know there's also a good point to add to that that they will not kill another griffin yeah they will refuse to they will they will not they will maim you know, yep. so that like they don't have to compete for food or whatever it is that they're fighting for in the first place, but they will not kill another griffin. So I agree with you that I think that they should be ranked a little bit smarter, even if it is only one point, even like if it's you only said, one Dylan. Point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I mean, Dang in first it. edition, they weren't like five, six or seven or anything, but they were, I think, three or four. Yeah. I mean, I think that on the high end, like if you're talking about like, a fucking knight's steed. Yeah. I could see a four. <clears throat> probably because they that kingdom probably breeds them, you know, and keeps, like, the better, more loyal, more obedient, more, like, capable griffins and uses those for breeding stock. So I could see that, like, being on the high end. But a wild griffin, I would still only, like, I'd still be like, yeah, three is a pretty good intelligence. And also a lion has an intelligence score of three. Oh, so then why <laughs> like, would it... In general, and they have an intelligence score of three. Yeah, just mm. a, a normal lion. I mean, they're... Just a normal cat in D&D. A tiny three. beast is three. Okay, so I... well, I don't like that griffins are lower than <laughs> all of that. And then I also... Snake. I think um, rather than, like, the eagle, I think it's based off of the giant eagle. It is, yeah. Block. Mm-hmm. Which is a little bit different, and they have an intelligence score of eight. You know what? what? <laughs> I can turn yeah. into a giant eagle, but I can't turn into a griffin. But they can also, uh, they also understand um, language, like giant That's... eagles, and uh, griffins do not. So, yeah, griffins can communicate in their own language, but like complex con- concepts c- can't be conveyed in yeah. it. So. Yeah, I mean, they. I think uh, they could. I think they have a bit of their own language, but not like a, mm-hmm. not with like a full. It's like squawks and stuff to convey. It is squawks, growls, and clicks is what I heard. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. any but other. More like the intelligence score maybe rings true for how they interact with other other races and societies, but like within their own beings and their own. Uh, societal like griffin societies or griffin just contact like that's where their intelligence is really to be seen like and yeah. <clears throat> where they take ownership of themselves and like how they interact with each other i think is a better example of the griffin's intelligence yeah but as far as what a fucking two represents I guess that might be the fact that they can't communicate with. I I bet it's balancing them so that they're not just like they're not super to dragons like. Yeah, because I've heard a lot of comp- comparisons for griffins and dragons. Like, yeah. as like a non-gigantic being, a griffin is about as tough as you're gonna be seeing before dragon. a dragon. Yeah, know? I mean like, it even collects gold. <laughs> mm-hmm. What like, about yep. a manticore? a manticore like what their uh intelligence score is well like, their, like cr rating let's i feel like they would be like, it up. <laughs> oh, I a, yeah i feel like they would be uh like just slightly more intimidating or equally in well, i don't know they manticore, like yeah they have an intelligence score of seven um they also speak common yeah that so. makes sense there's yeah but they're lawful evil and griffins are unaligned so and i mean you could always kind of ensure like if you knew that there was a griffin somewhere and you didn't want to fight it just buy an extra horse like <laughs> for real honestly it will be scary you know it'll be it in- doesn't like that. Well, idea. honestly, it's going to pick up the horse and go away. You're not going to yeah. watch it all. Like, it's going to be terrifying, but, like, at the same time, you can literally just bypass a griffin fight by giving it a horse to eat. Because it's not going to go after the armored, 
prickly brined like magic steeped motherfuckers who could kick its ass it's going to go after a horse who one it hates it, it hates like instinctually wants to really eat and like. yeah and two it's got way softer of a belly than you so well hey, you guys um this strange man just dropped off a crate of these giant eggs and it looks like they're about to hatch so we're going to take a short break uh while i investigate this uh so we'll be right back Hey guys, welcome back to another middle of the episode. Thanks for listening to our our little uh, session about griffins this week. Very interesting, very dangerous, a little bit scary. But hey, this is a podcast about monsters. Thanks for listening. Make sure you tell everyone you know to also listen. That would be great. That's our best form of advertisement. And we want to give a shout out, as always, to at Cake on Instagram for amazing cover art. Also, if you uh, found this podcast by scanning a QR code on a random sticker somewhere, or we gave you one, that is uh, thanks to at uh, Olava's Cryptid Crafts for making those stickers. Um, yeah, super awesome stuff. So uh, check them out as well, and you can always follow us on Instagram uh, at Mornings with Monsters. Um, and you know, if you wanna send us some recommendations for a monster you'd like us to discuss, or if you wanna chat, you know, any kind of feedback or whatever, uh, you could uh, reach us at morningswmonsters at gmail.com we'd love to hear from you and that's pretty much all i got for you we will see you next week with another monster in the morning yeah you you get it all right uh i'll let you get back enjoy all right yeah these uh these eggs are they're they're hatching but i put them in another room so we could finish the podcast um We'll, we'll find out, I suppose, uh, what happens. If you hear some squawking and then never hear from me again, you you know what happened. Uh, prop <laughs> questions. Where did you guys first see the Griffins? Honestly, I couldn't tell you. I know For me, there's so many. Yeah. They're in everything. I think mine yeah. was probably Narnia. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I... Mine might have been earlier than that, but yeah. like... Yeah, like I'm thinking probably like, books. like Final Fantasy or yeah, I'm sure they're in Final Fantasy. I know There's that they're, in, they're they're one of the main uh, things in World of Warcraft. They're like mm -hmm. the Alliance mounts. So I saw them there. Uh, there's one in Harry Potter. Um, they're in everything. What do you mean? There's one in Harry Potter. Where's Pretty the one sure. in Harry Potter? Oh, you know what? That's that a... might be a hippogriff. They do have hippogriffs, yeah, but I don't know if they've ever had a griffin. Yeah, no. There's Although it does kind of look like a griffin more than a uh, hippogriff, yeah, in mean, my opinion. Th that's like, what I was reading. I mean, it kind of You're looks... talking about... Buckbeak? Buckbeak, yeah. yeah. Uh, like, they call it a hippogriff, but I'm pretty sure it's a griffin. Um, like, physically, like, in the movie, that's what it looks like. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Was I don't know. I feel like they're everywhere. Yeah. Gargoyles? I think I've seen like a ton of griffin gargoyles like as a kid my dad used to drive me around detroit and like look at all of the ones on the old buildings and shit and there's like so many different kinds of things on there yeah i wouldn't be surprised if one was griffin i mean i'm sure i've i've seen like the uh like a crest or the sigil of a old house or a sports team or countries like i think there's a country that has a griffin on their flag could be wrong um this there, is there. one where so many that like it's more about when's the first time you saw it and it stuck. Yeah. Like uh, the battle with it in Final Fantasy 14 because like it rains down like rocks on your head which you have to avoid but then use to hide because it's going to like swipe its wings and do like a wind AoE. Yeah. And it is it was tough. It was giant and dangerous. Very dangerous. I'd say one of my most memorable memorable experiences with the Griffin was uh, the Witcher. Um, I I saw like a lot of stuff about the, uh, yeah because the, Griffins, the are, Witcher. Griffins are not that and people don't like the the Griffins and and the Witcher because oh, okay. they are scary. They are they are pests. They have to be dealt with. They prey on you know weak. They kill people. And then <laughs> if you find one of the rare variants, they spray acid at you. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah that's just rude dude 
Yeah, and one of the fight that was like the fight, one of the first main contracts you go on in The Witcher Three, and you have to. It's been a long time, but I'm pretty sure that's when you have to learn about like potions and like putting different things on your swords to like fight the griffin specifically. So that was like very memorable because it was like, oh shit, this is a real ass world. With that's like, involved as fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. super involved and. Uh, you have to think about this but the griffin was scary as hell and hard to fight it was it was about what you think it, fighting a griffin would be except yeah. for this one was vicious and evil as fuck looking um Ooh. so definitely a different spin on the griffin i mean still the same thing but almost more realistic of like if a griffin is starving in the woods and forced to prey on any kind of food it can get and it's going into weakened civilizations like it, once it eats all your cows it's going for the farmer you know yeah and absolutely that's scary as yeah. noble as it is it doesn't matter it needs to eat and they got to eat it, a lot right and they yeah i was about to say like uh i heard that keeping one as like a mount it costs about like 600 gold a month to feed yeah that's a lot <clears throat> and in like D D, they're heavily like regulated by most governments like oh yeah i can imagine like they have to they can't have too many in a in a civilization um i mean obviously this depends because there's so many different places but there's like griffins on like every plane of existence and well, not everyone but most of them and in like faerun like in society you have to you have to be approved to have them like they huh? are so regulated that you can't really get them on the black market. It's like they. Yeah, I heard that that it was like a rare occurrence to see a, a griffin egg. But then they also only hatch two eggs. So, yeah. and they mate for life. So the entirety of their lives are spent only doing it max twice. I don't know if they do with two egg like. Yeah, and, and they you know you can't like have a breeder. You know <laughs> you can't have a a griffin male because they only ever breed with their one mate. Yeah, because even if that mate dies, they just fly around lonely the whole time that they're alive. Yeah. And that could be 150 years. Yeah, 150 years. I read that, like, domesticated ones can live for hundreds of years. Which, yep, same, like, crazy. 10 generations long or something yeah. like that, which is, that's a lot. That'd be an old griffin. Yeah. Also, it's scary. I mean, if I was the, if I was running a fantasy town... I would be like, okay, one griffin per household, because maybe that. not even, like, yeah. <laughs> if you have an army of griffins, shit's getting real up in this city. Like, um, you can have one griffin if your army of your personal household exceeds, like, a thousand men. Yeah, and you have you to know? have, a, like, a very extensive license. <laughs> yeah, a yeah, 100%. You, you, you gotta raise some lesser beasts, for sure, in practice. Before you can start taming griffins, it's it's a whole thing. That's a lot. You'd have to go to the fantasy like DMV for griffins. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Could you imagine what that's like? God. Yeah, let's do that in a role playing game. Oh. <laughs> that sounds terrible. <laughs> it does. <laughs> There's like a drow behind the counter. It's really pissed off. Oh, uh, it would be griffin license. Yeah. All right. Did you bring form twenty-three? <laughs> you have to do everything that you do there in the dark because the drow can see, but you can't. Oh, that's good. That's oh, good. good. <laughs> and you'll never have you'll never have all the things you need. No, no never. matter how much you prepare. Literally, that just happened to me when I bought my car. I looked up everything online, and I was like, I've got everything. Because the guy who's working there, he's the He's the most gatekeeper, gatekeeper you've ever, like, been gatekept out of. Ugh. And I walk in so fucking confident. He was like, do you have your money order? And I'm like, no. Money order? That's annoying. <laughs> money order? The one form of payment I can't do. <laughs> right. Like, right now. In game, the drow's going to be like, do you have your endorsement from the local lord or something like that? It's like, And then when oh, everything's no. done, it's like, okay, did you bring... <laughs> the the heart of a kraken because that's the only form of payment we take here like, yeah we, <laughs> we need three thing. we need three perfect but unshaped rubies <laughs> yeah you know what i mean like natural found perfect rubies yeah no clusters yeah and it can't and i'll know if it's magically enhanced okay <laughs> man that'd be a in the ass 
It would be so funny though. Like, That's I'm like, not gonna now, lie. Now I kind of want to run a whole campaign where you guys start by going to the DMV and the campaign progresses because you keep going back and you don't have the random things you need to do whatever mundane task you're. It's trying literally to do. just side quest after yeah, side quest side of like regular D and D, but really like going back. Drow. <laughs> Kill the drow. No like, one, no one listening to this is ever gonna want to play at our tables. Though. No, no, but that would be <laughs> funny. Like, and do like a whole like one to level twenty. So by the time you're just like heroes, legends of the land, and all you're trying to do is get your cart license, like you're still crippled by this fucking drow <laughs> behind the counter. Like you can't, you can't do nothing. I, I mean, this the campaign would be short because after three times you just kill him and then fight everyone in the. <laughs> the the DMV which drow magic vehicles does that work I don't know uh, what does it stand for so uh, something we're getting off topic again yeah uh, the it's all right just bring it out of us um I, it's hard it's hard sometimes like we get off on tangents and we can't get off but that's we're what back. podcasts are for that's why we're doing right it right what I'm a perpetuator of the tangents yeah it's good it's all good. <laughs> That's why the I people keep coming back for more. <laughs> Are they good? Bad? They're unaligned. I don't know. I think they're 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 how however we're going with the shark answer. Nurture. Yeah. I, but also like with their own code. Like sharks don't have a morality. Sharks don't see another shark yeah. and be like, oh, I can't kill you because you're a shark. Yeah, but Okay, so the weird thing is, like, they do have a moral code of some kind, because they don't kill their own kind, so that's one mark in that box. But they are specifically, like, they specifically hate horses, right? So, it's one thing to have, like, a natural prey, but, like, usually your natural prey is more than one kind of, like, specific animal. Like, having, like, just having it out for one type of animal. So, it's like, they got a, a check mark in both boxes, so... <sighs> I... I feel like there's a type of, like, lawful neutral to them. Yeah, like, they any... have a they have a code, but they could go Cause they, way. Yeah, they have their own code, but they can also be, like, reasoned with to an extent. Like, in, in the sense of they can be trained... Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know, can you train a shark? I fucking wish. That'd be cool as hell. Maybe in D&D. Befriend it, like, with a spell, probably. Like a, yeah, I can a see, like, charming it or, or something. something like that. Yeah. Um, I will say, I think the griffin is more evil than most people think it is. And maybe not evil, but, like, I think in general, and not even just fantasy, like, people are... Like they deify the the griffin, they make it yeah. such a angelic beast. It's so noble, but it's vicious Terrific. and scary. Yeah, I I would have to agree at that point because like its hunting habits are pick up the weak, pick off the lame, pick up the young and old. You know, it's been said that it will eat children uh, if they like come peeking over the walls into their like layers and shit. So yeah. Um, I wouldn't say they're evil, but I'd say they're not as good as everyone thinks they are. I mean, I mean, could be like a, a true neutral, you know, where yeah. it has leanings on both sides, but it's too driven by its own like chaoticness. Yeah. Um. I like. I think that's a good, not th- a bad description. Or... Yeah, I think we've cracked that puzzle. I think that that's good, good answer. We, we can uh message the wizards of the coast about changing their alignment um <laughs> align it to true neutral true, true neutral they're like no not true neutral <laughs> the ever powerful <laughs> um fuck with the wiki yeah just keep changing it every day that almost went my nose god damn it all right. All right. Actually, okay. let's, let's put our podcast fans on that. Keep changing that on the wiki for us. Just yes. keep doing it. They'll change it back. Yeah, but <laughs> we are diligent. We are diligent. We are legion. Um, <laughs> we are. <laughs> is there anything misunderstood about these bad boys or good boys? Well, like I think you like what you just uh, touched on is that we do as a culture in game and in real life like put these beasts on a very high pedestal when it comes to chivalrous acts and defense and you know we really 
short sight everybody's perspective on how much of a predator they are you know something yeah. that will literally go out into the wild and look at a group of things yeah. that they're that they're hunting find the one that is easily killed the most easily and kill it and then eat it and have no remorse want to do it again sure and so like it it's as much of like a trainable mount as it is a prime like apex predator in some cases you know because what's going to take down outside of a dragon or something crazy that is wanting to hunt a griffin what is going to take it down naturally not much uh i'm trying to think of like what would be in its habitat it's usually like high up in the mountains right so maybe i've heard like rocks and goliaths giants yeah stuff like that and like they have to have some really good aim with their rocks because that's pretty much the only thing that they're going to have to use against it and we said before the flying style of a griffin is going to make it real hard to hit yeah yeah um yeah how would you TPK your your table? Killing your party with a griffin. How you doing it? I have an idea. So these whatever knights you want to call them or the party has, you know, we we got the whole thing going. The griffin mounts. We got the, the war griffin mounts going. Sure. The party just doesn't have a grasp on what griffins really are. And they fuck up at some point. And either just like just like disrespect them in a just enough of a way for the Griffins to understand, and so it, it's just like I don't know if it would be in battle or like in practice or like role play. Yeah, role play. Um, if you can kill someone, TPK your party all through role play. I hats off to you. I honestly, yeah, I would literally upstanding ovation that. Yeah, <laughs> that would well, be glorious. I feel like it would. Well, I guess when I say that, I like I don't know if it would be like during a battle. No, I get what you're saying, but like, or or it would be like in the stables while they're like just play fighting or like trying to just disrespecting or like pretending that the bond doesn't matter, like the loyalty aspect doesn't matter, and like this creature is not enslaved to you. You have to like befriend it and gain its trust to get like I'm, you know, like sure, yeah, and they fuck up and yep. they all fuck die up. and Do they that all... at like level three to five and they'll die yep. oh, for sure. i i foresee like a party who like needs to get to a temple on like the highest peak of the area right they like bartered their way into like getting rides on the backs of the like sky armada of the local government damn but they've never been on a fucking griffin before. <laughs> they just all fall off. Yeah, and they all make make dexterities, dex saves at disadvantage. Disadvantage. This time, and you're hanging on to the back of a knight uh, who's who's barely hanging on to his griffin, who he's ridden all his life, and oh they God. all they all just plummet into a ravine. <laughs> I feel like it would be fun. You have to train all your life just to not roll at disadvantage. Yeah, pretty much. Like, that's it. You, you'll never get an advantage check on a dex save for sticking out to a griffin. you had your griffin as your mount for, like, over 50 to 75 years, by then... If you're I, level 17, ranger... Yeah, I feel who, like you get a, an advantage. There would be a point where you, like, the bond is strong enough, you've have enough experience that like you'd get it you, as long as you as a character were like i am actively yeah. practicing yeah. and like i would reward that absolutely because if you're yeah. trying to then yeah like, like it, it would be a stingy dm who would be like oh all that effort did nothing for you sorry you're you dead know? you fall off <laughs> and yeah. it do- doesn't try and catch you Right, it hates you so much that like it just like oh well. <laughs> you not wonder animal handling check. You're dead. <laughs> and I mean, you know, like every once in a while, you just kind of have to throw a bone to people because you know if a guy is like de- or a person is devoting themselves in game to basically learn how to bond with their griffin, they're going to be nicknamed the Griff as they walk into a bar and 
you know, they're going to have like a wide berth on the street because they're so wild and erratic themselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? That like people start to see their Griffin in them instead of just a Griffin rider. And I would absolutely reward somebody who's willing to devote yeah. their character development to that. Heck yeah. Okay. What about I'm, you, Dylan? I'm killing my party by, you know, I love to punish the party that doesn't do any kind of prep or investigations or anything. So yeah. I, I would put them in a city that's like, there's griffins everywhere. Like that's like the main thing in this town. Like they're griffin tamers, trainers, um, and put all sorts of like things they can go do in this city. And then if they don't like, they'll be like this whole back underground of like, uh, you know, basically like a griffin, mill kind of situation even though we said that you can't really have one of those um, yeah but the uh the griffins that aren't like perfect are like cast out into like the wilderness and that if they don't investigate this shit then they're going to be like hey something's killing all of our livestock and then they're going to go out into the forest and find like a hundred griffins that have just been like uh completely over hunting because of overpopulation <laughs> and and then all you know they're going to they're going to swoop down from the mountains and just wreck them, wreck them all. I love that. Only if they don't, you know, do enough investigation to to find out, like, the the bat, the underlying plot yeah. kind of thing. It's just something something simple like that. They're like, oh, this is just an easy quest. Like, we won't even pick it up, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, they're trying to walk out of town and they just get molested they're by like, a, a group of... <laughs> you see blood splatters instead of sheep. <laughs> just explosions of like pink mist as they walk out of town yeah there's just like a whole army of griffins that have been mistreated and yeah but if they took the time to investigate and like instead of uh just leaving and not doing anything you know maybe i would give them the chance to uh take down the 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 evil uh structure of like you know abusing the griffins so yeah i mean because it's not even the wild griffins faults it's yeah. these fucking assholes exactly that so, would actually be a pretty fun fun uh, little side side little quest, side quest little yeah mission. i think that would be interesting um you yeah. walk into this town like needing stuff that's completely unrelated and you end up staying and like basically destroying the town itself <laughs> yeah that'd be great either you will die or the town will be destroyed yeah i'm cool with those odds Right, we should we should really space out that question and how would you like to see them used in media or gameplay. But before we answer that, I do want to say this one thing about the the Griffins uh, that's really interesting to me as I was looking up. It's always interesting to me, and we've talked about it before, where we have a monster that's been popping up around the world since like ancient times the dawn of time. all over the place and it's always fun to me to try and like obviously we'll never for sure know but try and pick up like okay well why and the most that i could find is that like it started like the first known like depiction of of a uh, griffin is um egyptian culture and then the silk road uh you know basically they brought culture from all over the world and with traders everywhere and then at you started seeing them everywhere um and then there was also like a lot of i guess there was areas along that road where they would find dinosaur bones uh next to like deposits of gold specifically so oh. that kind of started to like build up the lore because like triceratops bones were mistaken for griffin bones i guess um it, there's like several instances of that and they're found next to gold deposits so that kind of adds to the like they hoard the gold kind of thing. So I think that's in, an interesting that's really little cool. uh, like tidbit, you know? Like yeah. our, our baby elephant cyclops theory. Uh, just a fun little thing. I love the idea of just like ancient times, like myth being told through storytelling on a, a road that spans several countries and seeing dinosaur bones and coming up with all these crazy stories. Because that, that'd be some shit I would do. I would totally have been like, a merchant going around telling crazy ass stories because who's going to prove me wrong back in the day yeah there's, there's no good. yeah <laughs> right and like good luck trying to find exactly where i saw that shit yeah. have fun by myself like, i'll never see you again innocent bullshitting but like just like why not yeah add some more mystery into the world exactly i think that's fun um the world storytellers 
Well, uh, these these eggs are cracking, guys. So we gotta we gotta get moving. I'm starting to hear the flaps of uh, naked birdie wings. Um, <laughs> how would you like to see them used in uh, media or gameplay? I mean, I'd like to see them used. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like something where they get to be like the actual focus. I'm yeah, legitimately they're... thinking of like a planet Earth style documentary where we like go through the life, uh, life cycle of a griffin. Like how cool would that be? You know? Yeah. I mean, the like, griffins are in everything, but they're never the main focus. No, they're just used as like mounts mostly, you know? Yeah. Well, like to actually follow like the life of a grip a griffin and his rider, like the connection of like I like that, that a lot. Connection. Yeah, because it's like we <clears> see <throat> it in stories with dragons, but it's like and that it's overplayed almost with dragons. Similar, mm -hmm. except obviously dragons have the higher intelligence and everything. But yeah, so it makes it easier. I feel like to befriend a dragon. You know, yeah, like a farm yeah. boy raise like finds an egg in the forest and then raises it and trains it and has goes through all these trials and tribulations of trying to like find enough food for it and yeah, that's fun. so. Aragon oh. and the first but, like, with, but the with griffins, yeah. I don't and know. I've never like... seen it. Oh, did it oh just... don't watch it. Okay, read it. Okay, okay. Um, I think that's fun. I that was actually kind of what I was gonna say too. But um, I do really want to see an epic fucking all-out fantasy war with, like, tabletop role-playing. Like, where there's fucking... The Vanguard is riding on griffin mounts, and they just smash into an enemy force. And just seeing those griffins uh, in my head, <laughs> um, you know, smashing into uh, another formidable force... Maybe on some kind of like, like word back or something. Yeah, something crazy. I just think that's so cool. Yeah, that would be dope. Like I, I just see. I, I didn't think of that until like this morning when I was looking at images of griffins and like seeing these like griffins and like half plate that's matching the riders mm -hmm. with like a giant lance. I'm just like, oh, that's epic. Like how? That's why I was like when I saw the dwarf one. I was like. That's so cool. <laughs> it looks so good. Yeah. And like he looked natural on it. Although now I'm thinking like how the fuck did he have the dexterity to do that? You know? Like what is he that? He boots that. of elven kind or something. Yeah. Somehow it like because you have just such a solid center of gravity, somehow <laughs> you were able to stay on this crazy it's because like you have you're such a like dense weight on the back of a griffin. The griffin's like, all right, I'm gonna try to fly with this motherfucking boulder on my back. He's probably yep. crafty enough to make some kind of intense crocolisk, uh, like strap that keeps him on that thing. Yeah, I would I would imagine that. I mean, not Evan specifically, but the no. dwarf riding it would be like spend probably a good decade. Mm-hmm. Like learning and building his own barding for his mount, just yeah. so that he knows like it's as good as it's gonna be for him. Yeah. You know, I got a seatbelt. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> I'm strapping my fucking shit in. And he's probably got a little like back on his seat too. You know, because dwarves need the. I would. Little back, and then like some some uh, like not slip leg straps. Sure. You know, so then like if I needed to, I could like slip out really easily with like a pull string you're hilarious that's what i'm thinking i i don't don't think i didn't actually think the mechanics through if i if i wanted evan to <laughs> to have him a griffin mount. don't Wait. think i didn't okay but no, yeah no. my rolls would be shit <laughs> he doesn't i basically got like not only the entire herd of uh pegasus to hate me but also the handler Who's a demigod? So that's really good. Have you? They hate you. What? The Pegasus hate me, but oh, yeah, he had, to watch, like, he had to watch the unicorns for a day. Yeah. Oh and, yeah, they. Yeah, I do that. Um, and it rolled real low on those. You though? Yeah, well, Lamb Chop is the leader Lamb of the Chop unicorns. If he the hit around Evan near the unicorns. Well, he's so. he's iffy now because like the unicorns. Are kind of like eh, I don't know about this guy. Yeah, 
Uh, like, Lamb Chop kind of just is like, well, what the hell did you do to them? Yeah, you rolled really low. I did. I think I, I like, nat one, and then I... Hey, you'll get to make it up to them. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of... I'm kind of mean for that, because I was like, <laughs> you want to fix this axe, and you're going to do that by rolling animal handling checks. Yeah, which is so stupid, but it's okay. Know, it works it for me. stupid. I, he was the only person willing to help me out, so it works, yeah. you know? Everyone else was. And then I'm actually, I'm actually planning something that I was thinking about early on, if I want to get a mount for Evan. Yeah. But I've not seen anything like it, so I don't know if, I'll ever, if it'll ever come up. But. Stampy is waiting on that owl bear. I would wrestle that I just want, I just, I just want, like, a warthog, you know? And then I want to armor it. You gotta tell me these things. I might find a warthog, but... Yeah, but I don't want you to just be like, hey, there's a warthog. But that's the, that's the glory, you know? Like, you might not, but you might. Well, well, if I have no idea, I might never even put them anywhere. But now I'm like, okay, they could go here in the world. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, if you're, if you find a place for them, like... Happen to go there. I'm never gonna complain. I've I've already got like plans. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, but guys, I want a wombat, a wombat. as my as my as my That's cute. and then I can have a combat wombat. Oh god. <gasps> okay, there's no wombats in Vicoli. All I'm for the pun. All just... for the pun. A little wombat with like little armor. Yes. I'm a combat wombat. <laughs> it's just a Pokemon. Oh, that would be great. Actually, yeah, it would be a Pokemon named Combat, and it would be... Combat, Wombat. Um, yeah, it would be a Wombat <laughs> no. with, like, armor. You'd be, like, steel and fire type or something. Not ground? No, because, like, Australia's a hellscape. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yep. The whole thing is just, like, one big fucking furnace of, I will fucking kill you, homie. Well, Don't come here. I might have to send these griffins there because I, ow, they, they just keep pecking at me. Jeez. All right. We're going to have to go because these guys are getting a little unruly. Uh, Don't be food. So we're going to have to, we're going to have to end it here. Thanks for hanging out with us again. This has been a morning with monsters. I'm Dylan. I'm Melina. And I'm Alex. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.